Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. For decades, Americans have relied on nuclear power. And though no nuclear disaster has befallen the country, it remains a polarizing topic. The benefits, tremendous amount of energy and a very small amount of material. The risk associated with that is you lose control of your ability to cool that material and you can catastrophically destroy a plant. Polarizing or not, Michigan gets a good chunk of energy from nuclear plants. And as clean energy becomes a focus, what future does nuclear power hold? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Nuclear power has been used to supply energy grids since 1954 when the first plant opened in the Soviet Union. Today, there are over 400 nuclear plants across the globe, including three right here in Michigan though only two of them are operational. We'll get to that in a second. But why nuclear? Well, its efficiency is unmatched. One of those reactions gives you a million times more energy release than one typical chemical reaction. It's like you're going to burn one coal atom, you compare that to nuclear. Nuclear will give you a million times more the energy. So you get a tremendous amount of energy out of a very small amount of material, which means less mining, less waste. That's one of the selling points of nuclear. So when you do all the ledger of what's good about it and what's bad about it, the amount of energy you get per reaction, that's on the what's good about it. Is nuclear energy the most efficient in that case then? Yeah, we would use the term energy density, the most energy per reaction, but by far, right? So if you compare how much land mass you would need to create the same amount of electricity from nuclear and wind, the land needed for nuclear is very, very small, relatively. And that's just because you get a lot more energy per reaction. That right there is the voice of Dr. Todd Allen. He's the chair of the Nuclear Engineering and Radiological Sciences Department at the University of Michigan. Here in the state, we generate a chunk of power from nuclear energy. State Representative Graham Filler, a Republican, is the co-chair of the Bipartisan Nuclear Energy Legislative Caucus. Am I, as a legislator, advocating for policies that make our energy rates more competitive and that make our energy more reliable here in the state of Michigan? And about halfway through my second term, I started working in the nuclear energy phase where I really dove in to see what nuclear energy looks like in the state of Michigan and if that leads us to lower rates and more reliable energy. And the answer I found was a resounding yes. It's clean. It's reliable. You can turn it up. You can get the reactor running fast. You can turn it down a little bit. 
it's incredibly good for the environment because it doesn't doesn't release anything into the air and the tiny tiny amount of waste sits there in massively protected containers people don't know but michigan is a top 10 nuclear state in america when i started working on it 30 percent of our energy came from nuclear nuclear accidents are exceedingly rare here in michigan the fermi one plant almost melted down in 1966 but it was caught before disaster struck though dr allen says rare or not the stakes are high in the case of when a nuclear accident has happened in a commercial nuclear plant. It has been a big, traumatic, visible event. And I think people see that. It's something where you look at it as a general populace, and you're like, something big can happen, and I have no control over that. The other one that people typically talk about is what do you do with that fuel when it comes out of the reactor? And right now, we have a good engineering solution. It's not a good long-term solution. So what we do right now is we take the fuel, we put it in what looks like a big pool of water, That keeps it cool. It blocks people from the radiation. About five years later, it cools down. We put it in a big cast. This is a concrete and steel structure. It blocks all the radiation. But the fuel is radioactive for thousands of years. So what we really need to do is find a place deep underground to move this stuff. But in the U.S., we have not been able to agree on where that place would be. The reaction that takes place inside the nuclear plant is so intense that the waste produced takes thousands of years to lose radioactive status. And that is not an exaggeration. Dr. Allen says here in the U.S., we still need to work on how we store the waste. We made a choice in the 80s where the federal government said, Nevada, we pick you. And Nevada was always pissed about it. You would be too, right? They got to the Obama administration. Obama cut a deal with Harry Reid, who was a senator there, to kill the program that was looking at the site in Nevada. And ever since that, we have not been able to come to a national conclusion as to where our deep underground repository would be. So right now, all that fuel sits at the site of the reactor, right? So if you went over to Fermi, for instance, right, there'd be these casks, and that's where they're storing it. It gets to be very annoying if you are the mayor of the town where you have shut down your reactor and you have decommissioned it. And the only thing that's left, it's just this stuff. So from a safety standpoint, I would argue that technically we can keep the radioactivity from the people, but it's still an issue for nuclear because people look at that and say like, that can't be your long-term solution. I mentioned that only two of Michigan's nuclear plants are online the Fermi 2 station in Monroe County, and the Cook plant in Bridgman on the shores of Lake Michigan. There's a second plant on Lake Michigan, the Palisades plant north of Benton Harbor. That has been closed, though, since last May. But people like Representative Filler want it back open. I supported the $300 million in the state budget for Palisades. The governor ended up doing $150 million, but it's only contingent upon the federal government giving a billion dollars to Palisades. So we're doing this dance with the feds right now. If Palisades does not go back online, we have a shortage of energy, a shortage of reliability, especially on the west side of the state. And so I'm a deep supporter of that. And I think that if Palisades goes back online, it will drive investment, not only in nuclear there, but across the state with people coming in to work on Palisades people coming in to help keep Palisades online for longer so these plants have uh, shelf lives. What comes to mind when you think of nuclear? For me, it's the television show The Simpsons. 
Dr. Allen told me that pop culture has not always been kind to nuclear energy. Representative Filler agrees. The Simpsons have done a terrible disservice to the nuclear power industry. I mean, you take the state of Michigan, you've had three nuclear power plants operating for 30, 40, 50, 60 years with no incidents that are providing remarkable amounts of power, making our way of life better, powering hospitals, small businesses, homes. And most folks just say, well, you know, isn't the thing that turns fish green in Springfield in the Simpsons? And so unfortunately, that's really colored the, the conversation. But I do think if you dive in and learn about SMRs and even learn about the new larger reactors, the SMRs, many of them in the technology, they don't melt down. Even if something went horribly, horribly, catastrophically wrong, they don't melt down. They're self-cooling. When it comes to perceptions of nuclear, Dr. Allen also says that the nuclear community has not done itself any favors and keeping the work shrouded in secrecy. I think one of the things that the nuclear community did very wrong in the early days, most people's introduction to the concept of nuclear anything was World War II bombs. Nuclear was sort of born in a very military, top secret, behind the fence world. We don't invite you to come see what's going on at the plant. And so if you don't work there, or if you don't know somebody that works there, then your impression of the technology comes a lot from social signals, media signals. And I think to a great extent, people don't know that you go to the dentist, right? You let them take x-rays because you want to know what's going on with your teeth. We don't call it radiating your head, but that's what we're doing, right? We're trading off a small amount of radiation that we know is not likely to hurt you for the ability to see what's going on in your teeth, right? What does the future look like for nuclear here in Michigan? Earlier, Representative Filler mentioned something called SMR, Small Modular Reactor. He says those will play a huge part in the future. It's going to change a little bit, though, because we have this vision of massive nuclear plants, massive investment, massive infrastructure. If you've studied the field at all or you're paying attention to energy globally, the investment right now is in SMRs, Small Modular Reactors. I'll give you an example. You've got Dow Chemical up in Midland. You could park two small modular reactors, maybe the size of a uh, good-sized master bedroom, park them next to each other, and you could probably power Dow Chemical and the city of Midland off those two. Now, that's going to be a change in the way we view nuclear. It's changing nationwide, but that's where the investment is. Not that people don't still believe in the large reactors because uh, they do pump out massive amounts of power, but SMRs is definitely part of the future. The upside to nuclear is huge. It's wildly efficient and is about as green an energy as it gets. But the downside could be catastrophic. The two people we spoke to say the benefits far outweigh the risks. But do the bulk of Michiganders feel that way? Only time will tell. Today's big thanks go out to Graham Filler and Dr. Todd Allen for chatting with me. Check out www.jnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, 
and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.